Welcome to another episode of Family Records. My name is Matt Rodolfi, and with me, as always, is my cousin with the new hat, Blake Sweet. Thank you. I'm glad you noticed. Yeah. Do you be making a point of it? Yes. I'm never mess. wearing the Pinecrest hat again <laughs> on this show. Aw, but it's so you. <laughs> no, you you are now my motivation to go through all my hats that I don't wear. <laughs> well, I don't know if you've noticed, but I stopped wearing jeans. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. I've been wearing sweatpants a lot because nobody sees us. except for when we have people here i guess that might be off-putting but Eh, i mean it's your house do what you want true (laughs) i guess we should mention that our we weren't able to get a guest this week something kind of fell through right so uh I think it was, I did just say fell yeah, through. It fell through. Yeah. It fell through. Yeah. That, we're that, not that's lazy. What happened. <laughs> that's just what happened. It's not that normally we would just have Mikey on, but he broke his ankle and now he's out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's us again, which I'm excited about actually, because it means we get to have another mixed drink. Yeah. And this is one that, uh, I've never heard of before today. I, I got to say before we had, because we put it in the little glasses before we realized it needs a bunch of sarsaparilla and it looked before we had the sarsaparilla, it looked really fascinating and now it just looks like root beer yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we moved it into big glasses yeah. now it looks like a shitty pour of root yeah beer. <laughs> yeah now it looks like a pretty gross looking root beer but i swear to god if it just tastes like root beer i'm gonna be <laughs> a little annoyed well, whatever make your homemade hard root beer nothing so, wrong with uh, that what's it called so it's called the rooster cocktail it was a uh, it was a cocktail made by wild turkey as a promotional thing for the True Grit movie with Jeff Bridges. Oh, okay. A while back, the main character Rooster Cogburn okay. was named after. So it's got bourbon, cinnamon schnapps, sarsaparilla, and it was supposed to have a glass rimmed in salt, but we screwed up the glass selection. You can and say <laughs> me. I didn't salt them. We just, I just started I also, pouring them. I didn't question it when you <laughs> brought out the smaller glasses yeah. until we got. Till I realized that the drink just wasn't going to fit. Yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Um, should we try some? Yeah. Jump right into it since it's just you and me again. Cheers. Cheers. It's got an interesting smell. Whoa. Whoa. It's not what I expected. Not what I expected at all. Give me a little salt. Ooh, the salt helps. Oh, yeah. Ooh, the salt, the salt makes lot. a huge difference. Wow. Let me just get some salt in this puppy. Yeah, <laughs> just dilute that son of a gun. Probably doesn't take a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, that's Suddenly with the salt, it's delicious. Oh, wow. yeah. It's fantastic. That's it's, pretty it, incredible. It feels like a drink that was made for a Western. <laughs> yeah, it does. Something about the salt, though. You wouldn't think, like, salting the glass like it's a freaking, like a sarsaparilla margarita looking thing wouldn't be very good but it's pretty solid yeah i'm digging it actually although you know me i'm a sucker for sarsaparilla yeah no that was yeah. i saw the recipe included it and i was like 
Matt makes a point. Anytime we go to any like old West event <laughs> to get a sarsaparilla. Yeah, I love sarsaparilla. Like there's Columbia, that ghost town by a, or not ghost town, but. It's an old mining town. Yeah. Preserved town, I right. guess. It's, it's a state park now. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah. Every time we go, you have to go to the saloon and oh, get a yeah. sarsaparilla. Well, because they got it on tap. They make their own there. And getting it on tap is so oh, on good. on tap is awesome. They used to make, uh, I don't think they have it anymore, but I, they used to have a like cocktail drink with the sarsaparilla in it. I got it like one time and it was like delicious. But I think things have changed since COVID. Yeah, I'm there. sure. They're more open. I think they open before most places because they're way out in the boons of well, the mountains. <laughs> we went this last summer and it was... It I didn't it feel was, like there was COVID. Well, I think they were just a little understaffed. That's all. Because yeah. like, like we've tried to go to the restaurant. They have the one sit-down restaurant. Right. They had like one waiter yeah. in a packed house. And they were like, I'm sorry. It's going to be like an hour before we're going to even get to. And we're like, all right, bye. Hell of a calzone, though. That place rules. The food there is great. Oh, I yeah. always They closed down like years ago. We used to go there when we were young. And then years ago, we learned after they opened up again that apparently someone like burnt it down. Like threw like a Molotov cocktail or something into the restaurant Jeez. for some reason. Just that some seems to be a recurring little thing town. up there in the mountains. I guess. Because there was... Um, Maybe they were just cooking the meth. Ice, there was the ice rink by the cabin too. That burnt down? Yeah. I don't know if it was uh, arson. But <laughs> it's hard to know when something's Apparently arson. Apparently shit burns down a lot in the mountains. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's dry up there, you know. It gets dry and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and there's trees and stuff. So, you know, I think it makes sense. <laughs> i don't know I mean, yeah um you got me there <laughs> i don't know what I don't to know. say to that that place i loved that place though oh, columbia is the shit columbia rules um i know it's, it's like you can you can go through it pretty quickly because it's just a tiny little like single lane town you can walk up to see the um you can walk up and see like the old schoolyard and the graveyard. That's always fun. I always like doing that. <laughs> the old graveyard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love old graveyard. That was my, that's one of, true. One of the highlights of Boston, man, going to those like, yeah, it's like, that Oh, was, Sam Adams grave and all stuff. But like, just there's just, Oh, the graves from the Boston massacre. I'm like, Holy cow. These were just, it reminds well, you that they were just an old timey grave. That's uh, well, or, Oh, Boston mass. I was thinking Boston bombing. Yeah. That would be strange. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we put it next to Sam Adams for <laughs> respect for reasons. Not with where their families want them. I just figured everybody who's murdered in Boston gets put <laughs> in the same spot. They just like take turns. You get next to Sam Adams. And then when someone else dies in the city, then they move everyone over from Sam Adams. It's like the tomb of the unknown soldier in, the, <laughs> in DC. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like every year they change it. There you go. It's, it's, um, I love Columbia. Do you, what's some of your earliest memories of going there? Uh, I was a little, little kid. I remember going and doing like the panning for gold yeah, and the candle dipping and the candy store. The candy store has been my favorite thing since I was a little kid. It's that old timey candy store with like all the weird hard candies that your grandpa (laughs) had around the house. If they didn't have that candy store, I don't think Chelsea would have let me drag her there all those times. If that's like her highlight is the candy store. Yeah, I mean, it looks like the candy shop in that old Willy Wonka movie, the one with Gene Wilder. Well, it, and it feels like, like that's, it. That's what it is. It's like, they got the original wears, doors and stuff. You everyone's know? got the pinstripe shirts yeah. and bow ties. I don't remember that. The bow ties. I, I, I like maybe old not timey, bow ties, like before. Ti- that's like turn of the century. This is like, like 60 years before that, isn't it? Maybe I'm thinking of... Uh, because 
Old Town Sacramento has an old timey candy yeah, shop. Yeah, theirs too. is like that. That's they got all the barrels thinking. with the taffy everywhere. Is oh, that the yeah. one you're thinking of? Yeah, yeah that's that the one. I'm thinking. That's old. Turn sack. of the century. That's this one's got awesome. that old like. Um, I whenever you see a place like that, like when I go to a place these old timey like nineteenth middle nineteenth century places, all I can think of is like they didn't have grocery bags. So no. if you went to a store like that and you wanted to buy stuff, like now they do, you go in and they give you a little white bag and like, ah, oh, cool. Like uh, everything, you know, it looks like, like old timey. And then they give you a modern bag and they take your credit card and that's nice. But like Stardust, we talked in the last yeah. episode. One of the things that always struck me as fascinating about that movie is when they show him as a grocer boy or whatever, and he's literally just filling a crate with their items and then carrying a crate full of boxes. I like, was going to say, that's, that's what you had, <laughs> yeah. like 14-year-old kids that you paid a nickel a day for. Yeah, just to carry your crate. Yeah. yeah. Or it's if you were real fancy, you had a wagon that you loaded yeah, up no with No one's shit. that fancy. Wagons are probably more expensive than just hiring the boy. <laughs> <laughs> grocery boy. Yeah, right. No, the grocery boy is way cheaper. <laughs> mm. This is yummy, dude. This is a great cocktail. This I is think. a really good cocktail. It's very fun yeah. and playful. And reminding me of, uh, reminding of me of Columbia. Columbia. Yeah. <laughs> Although their sarsaparilla is better. Just, uh, I mean, just so you know, they sell sarsaparilla at Bevmo. Yeah, I know. I just, I, I didn't even know that until today. I was like, where, where the hell am I going to find sarsaparilla <laughs> for this? Can, you can get sarsaparilla. I, I don't know if they have Columbia's in Bevmo, but they, I found it nearby. Like when I was down in Vista living down there, mm-hmm. at one point, Columbia started selling theirs bottled everywhere in like the candy shops would carry Columbia's sarsaparilla. I don't know if it's just a California thing, but it was awesome. Oh. I'd pick it up and just like walk around. It's one of the only sodas I drink <laughs> and I can't buy a bunch or else I'll drink way too much. Oh yeah. No, I, I, I know the struggle. Um, that's the thing too. I'm starting to think like Bevmo is a place I never think of, but um, that's a good place to go to get like weird off the wall, non-alcoholic drinks. Well, like it, they have it, all it the mixers me, and it stuff. It took me a yeah. while to find the sarsaparilla. I was looking up and down the mixer aisle, and there's all kinds of shit that's not in normal stores. Oh yeah, like uh, I found, I found Moxie. Oh really? In Bevmo, they had Moxie there. Yeah. Wow. Did you get some? Yes. Did you try some? I loved it. It's so good. <laughs> it's good. It's a lot like sarsaparilla, but like it's, Coke. It, yeah. It's. It reminds me of. Um, like, Friend, did you ever eat like the Neko candies? No. Yeah. Uh, Another one of those old, like old timey candies. For, I'm pretty sure yeah. they have a moxie flavored Necco wafer. Okay, because that's it. It very much reminded me of those old timey like root beer and sarsaparilla yeah. candies. For anyone that doesn't know what moxie is, that was like this. Well, if you don't know what sarsaparilla is, let's start there. <laughs> sarsaparilla is like an old timey old west. One of the first sodas. Yeah, um, it's like the original root beer. Essentially, it's like that style. I have a uh, feeling it was the original like O'Doul's like. People finally started quitting <laughs> drinking, and they were like, "Well, now I need something, something bubbly to drink." Give me sarsaparilla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, and then Moxie was like on the East Coast. They still sell it there. Not everyone it's drinks America's it. oldest soda. Right? Yeah, America's oldest soda. And apparently, it was called Moxie because it was originally like, like all things, uh, like a medicine to like yeah. for testosterone and giving you some Moxie. You know, like wait, is Moxie short for amoxicillin? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> Moxie Cotton. They called it. <laughs> No, it's uh, it's I loved it. It's so funny. We it's went to good. New Hampshire. Yeah. And I like texted all my f- friends that like live there. Whatever. I was like, I just got some moxie. Finally, about to try it, and they're like, I'm sorry for you. I was like, what? <laughs> and I tried it. And I was like, 
what the hell? This is delicious. Like, you know, oh, what the hell? You know, like, well, I like sarsaparillas, but you know, that's the California way. That's the, uh, <laughs> what's funny about that is when I found it, I went and I texted our New Hampshire friends. Yeah, okay. Oh, really? And it was like, I just found Moxie. I'm going to finally get to see what this is all about. And I got a bunch of good lucks and like. How <laughs> funny. And like, oh, if, if you don't get it in New England, it's not the real stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. But I really enjoyed it. I got to be honest. I'm curious if the cinnamon schnapps is necessary here. No, I think you could just do bourbon like salt just, and sarsaparilla. It's like just an old fashioned Jack and Coke, like bourbon and sarsaparilla. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That sounds awesome. It sounds pretty great, actually. I might, <laughs> that have might to be try the next that. drink. Yeah. <laughs> I did bring another bottle of sarsaparilla. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, like, I know who I'm dealing with here bourbons and sass. <laughs> <laughs> No, but finding Moxie there has me wanting to try that too. The mo- the mo- Moxie, oh, Moxie with bourbon. Oh no, I didn't try. I gotta that imagine I that's bought, pretty solid. I was gonna try it, but I bought Writer's Tears. Oh and no, I was like, we gotta get that. Didn't seem like the we gotta right get New England whiskey. maple bourbon. Ow! Sorry, it's just, the, the ice <laughs> just backsplashed and then splashed like into my eye. Ow! <laughs> oh yeah, no, we've got the. Big ice balls. You got to worry about, or you got to be careful of those. Yeah, especially <laughs> on the big glasses. Um, what was I going to say? Moxie. No, because Mo- I, I really, did you buy like a 12 pack? No, I just bought a bottle. Oh. And they had they it had right next bottle, to the huh? sarsaparilla. Oh. See, I, when I was out there, I bought it. I could only find it at the supermarket like in a like 12 pack of cans. Like one of the ones you put in the fridge. You know, rip off the side, and then it just, like, feeds into the next one. I I've, I drank, like, four or five of them the whole week we were out there. And that's a lot for me. I don't drink soda. Yeah. It's – yeah, it, it kind of fills that same space that sarsaparilla does. Really, it's delicious, but I I should not have that around regularly. Oh, <laughs> uh, I kind of want a moxie now. I might need you know to go what? Maybe by we got to plan another solo episode. <laughs> yeah. What goes with good have with moxie? moxie and bourbon. Moxie and gin. <laughs> <laughs> moxie and vodka modka actually no um our new hampshire friends texted me a uh, a recipe oh really for moxie uh it's called the toxic moxie okay yeah it's yeah is it really <laughs> no it's not that was a it's joke moxie and <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like hell i don't want to drink that <laughs> i mean i guess we could up the ante and go oh. moxie and absinthe no <laughs> god no Moxie and Jaeger. Oh, ah. To be fair, so gross. I might take that over a Jaeger bomb. Yeah. I, I just, Jaeger is. <laughs> oh, it's ooh. disgusting. I can't believe I, I used to drink it I a lot. I used to drink it all the time. What is wrong with me? I guess uh, when you're we like were, 22, 23. Yeah, I was going to say, just, we were yeah. underage and that's what we got our hands on. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I never drank any alcohol until I was oh, yeah, you're, I, mean, I was 21. I, I was it was my first drink boy. in a bar. <laughs> good, good boy. A couple Coors Light, sure, but that's not alcohol. No. <laughs> that's completely different. Um, oh, salt has zero calories? Uh, apparently Ooh. so. Good to know. I mean, it's also kosher, so there's that. That's always good. Yeah. Sure. Oh, Blake, <laughs> just you and me again, buddy. Yeah. You were supposed to like find things for us to talk about. Where did that? Uh, where did yeah, that I found up? some like top topics of conversation things. Yeah, because we um, realized that we end up talking about the same like three things whenever we don't have a guest. Yeah, 
That's probably why our audio is not super compelling. All right, we're going to make this. I'll, I'll interview you then. All right. We'll have a conversation. Ooh. Okay. Um, crossing your legs and everything. Yeah, because I'm fancy. I In really should. I wish I had slippers. a satin s- smoking jacket on. That would really make it. <laughs> with like, with the patches on the elbows, right? Yeah, of course. That's a dumb question. Come on, Blake. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, um, let's Okay, okay. Let's start with something simple. If you could have dinner with any currently alive person in the world, who would it be? And why? That is an incredible question that I honestly am going to have to think about. <laughs> yeah. I think I know my answer. A live person today. A live and person And it can't today. be the president. Uh, <laughs> damn it. I going to pick the president. <laughs> what about... I think I would do Elon Musk. That's Because it's fresh on one. the brain. We had that conversation last week. And it's like, I keep having that conversation. Like, I feel like if I could meet him, I could get a real read on him. On whether or not I trust him. That's that's a very productive answer. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Like for me, for me, it's got to be like, who would give me a night I would never forget? So I, I'm, I'm thinking in terms of like, I want to have dinner with like Gary Busey. Hmm. You know, because like we're, we're sure it's going to start at a restaurant, but where does that night end up? That's an interesting point. You want to make love you know, to Gary Busey? Exactly. <laughs> no, like. Am I, are we going to become we'll go best back to his are place? Gonna, are we going to become best teeth. friends? <laughs> Is he going to become my arch nemesis? You know, actually, I think I know who I'd pick. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson would be a good yeah, one. Everyone says he's like the kindest, sweetest person. And I bet just chit-chatting with him, like having a night, like having some food, hanging out would probably be a lot of fun. Um, and not even like to just... Cause like there's some actors I'd be like, Oh, and I just ask them about this and there when they did that. And this, and it's like, but with him, I don't think I'd do that. I feel like with Woody Harrelson, you'd have this like vibe of like, we're just going to like chill. And like, and I, I like he's going to random and be like, Hey, I have a Tetris arcade. Want to play that? And be like, yeah, then what? You know, like <laughs> uh, he's the kind of guy that strikes me of like 10 o'clock. Let's hang out in the, in a hot tub or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like that guy that's like, it's not just dinner. If we hit it off, he's like, let's freaking chill, bro. Yeah, no, I that's that's a solid answer. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Gary Busey because that night would be an adventure. Yeah. I will like, say I, this I though. want you know, I want a like you, swashbuckling night. Do you think <laughs> that Gary Busey would pick up the check for dinner? Because this is my know, this a, is my thought. I if any no, of wait, these pe- I'm gonna change my answer. I don't know why picking up the check for dinner is what made me think of okay. this. Okay. Not Gary Busey. I want to have dinner with Nick Cage. You think I, he'd pick up the check? No. Like I, I can't really <laughs> afford this, man. Can you uh, cover this for me? No. But I think we can convince Nick Cage to come be a voice actor at Fat Tango. You think so, huh? <laughs> hmm. I hear he's taken a lot of jobs. <laughs> <laughs> like and then you know we have dinner. By the end of the night, we're stealing some uh, founding documents. But no, I, I, I feel like you would still get an adventure out of hanging out with Nick Cage. I, I have this thought in my head that like no matter what, if I met like Elon Musk, Woody Harrelson, whatever, like my my thought with them would be this is like if it's someone I admire like that, that I have a lot of respect for, like, well, nah, even someone like Elon Musk, where I'm like not sure. 
as like a kindness, I would just offer to pick up the check. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I, I wonder, no, I don't know. Elon Musk might kind of scoff and go like, that. don't, that's kind like, of, no, dude, no, no. But don't Woody worry, I'll buy the restaurant. We're Woody good. Woody Harrelson <laughs> might be like, yeah, you know what I mean? Cause like, yeah, we probably got like fish tacos or something, you know, like it's oh, Woody yeah. Harrelson. Like, yeah, I'll pick up the check. I feel like he'd be like, uh, okay. You know what yeah, I mean? No, no. And, and, a, and a celebrity that's just kind of like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Pick up the check. Like, I'm cool with that. I don't, I don't. I feel like I would get that with Nick Cage, but yeah, you're right. No, dinner with Nick Cage, I'm not taking him to a Michelin star restaurant. The difference is when we're you, going to like the taco truck. If you offer to pick up the check from him, though, he might be like, oh, thank God. <laughs> you know? Just hey, kidding. don't you talk about my dinner date like that. <laughs> God damn these balls of ice. It hit me again. Ow. Doesn't Wait, help on. that they're clear so you don't see them coming. <laughs> Back into the other glass. Ha-ha, <laughs> now I got my salt. <laughs> Walk, careful, buddy. <laughs> so you'd go Nick Cage. Okay. I think I would go Nick Cage. Okay. I like that answer. Uh, if I had, if I said female, you have to choose female. Not like in a, it doesn't have to be a romantic date, but like, just like you say I had to, ch- just to change it up, who would you choose? And it can't be the vice president. Okay. <laughs> uh, Again, that's that's a really good question because it's the same thing. I want somebody who's gonna. You want someone that you're gonna have fun with, that, yeah, someone that you respect. I want it to be a fun night. Yeah, somebody that yeah I've admired. Um, that's a I think tough I'm gonna go one. Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's well, funny. how do you know it's not because like I can tell her to fuck off and see what happens? You love Sex in the City. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Oh, I'm such a big fan of Hocus Pocus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hocus Pocus was a great movie. <laughs> I agree. I don't know who I would. I, I, it's funny because actually, probably a lot. I don't know, but the problem is I have this like raw animal magnetism. Any <laughs> woman that I take out is going to think that I'm after her. You know. Oh yeah, why do you think you and Bailey aren't allowed to be in the same room together? Because <laughs> of my raw animal <laughs> magnetism. Oh yeah. I don't know, man. I don't, I'd be... I don't think I would want to take an act- actress to dinner. At all? You got that Mike Pence attitude? <laughs> no, I don't no, go no, no, without, but no, without just, Bailey there. No, just like any woman in the world, I don't know that I'm picking an actress. That's a good point. Like I. That's a good point. There's like there's a lot of female musicians out there that are. That well, I, I really think the thing is living. Appreciate. I think is what I what gets me because it's like if if it wasn't the living thing, there's probably a lot. Well, I mean, if you asked me a month ago, I would have said Betty White Ow, without even thinking about that's it. That's a good point, man. Yeah, like <laughs> that's kind of brutal, actually. Yeah, because that that's just that's the easiest answer. It's almost a cop out. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone would do a dinner with Betty White. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. What about like J.K. Rowling, an author? J.K. Rowling would be a great one. I think it would be interesting. That I know she's kind of contested now. Like some people don't like her anymore. But I'd be, given what came out of that woman's head into these books, the complexity and the there's like, have you seen like this the psychology? Not psychologist. Is it psychologist that like will break down how she like is using these like deep threaded like astrological things in the breakdown of Harry Potter. I'd be I have curious, not, like, but where I'm not she, surprised. I'd be, well, 
I think they'd say like, you know, like a lot of them be like, I don't know if she had this, but like this matches this, you know, Osiris story and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, maybe she just picked it up. But I'd be curious to kind of try and get a read on that, I guess. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, maybe J.K. Rowling. That's off the top that's of my a, head. That's a, I think a that good is a one. great answer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, because it's like the same thing. I don't know that I just want like an actress. Like, just feels kind of superficial. You know what I mean? I mean, not you, that there aren't good actresses. I'll bet you Dolly Parton would be a fascinating person to hang out with for a night. You know what would be an exp- Dolly Parton would probably be a lot of fun to hang out with. Like, because she's Cause she's that right level eccentric for me. Dolly that, like, Parton not in her getup. Yeah, because like, she Dolly Parton being real. She and apparently her real self, like people don't even recognize her on the street. Which I she lost a Dolly Parton lookalike contest. Yeah, which I I think is fascinating. So I'd be <laughs> down with that. However, I you know it would be a fun conversation. You're, not not a fun conversation, but a memorable. It probably wouldn't be dinner. It'd probably be like afternoon tea or something, but like Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews would be great. Julie Andrews would be a lot. If that's an actress, that would be a lot of fun to have. I'd be like, I'd be so, that's another one though. I'd be so curious to ask questions and stuff. However, she strikes me as someone that has a very interesting um, take on a lot of things. I'd be curious to ask her about deeper philosophical questions. Yeah. I wonder where she'd go with it. That's a that's a good question. Huh. In in the spirit of dead air, I'm just kind of like stammering through. <laughs> respond. I don't know how to respond to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> but All right, that's fine. No, that's I, fine. I I understand. Like Julie Andrews would be an interesting person to sit with and pick their brain. I just okay. Um. Oh, these are dumb questions. I'm like trying to think of a nice little change here. I mean, I kind of had a feeling that a lot, a list of questions would have a lot of dumb ones. Yeah. Because they're generic. Yeah, because it's stupid. If you became famous, would you enjoy the limelight or miss your privacy? Like, eh, screw you. Well, we're trying to become famous. <laughs> we want the limelight. <laughs> no, I don't really want the limelight. No. I don't want people to know what no, I yeah, look like. No, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be like hounded by paparazzi. <laughs> that would fucking suck. No, I found an answer for the famous woman to take out to dinner okay i want to take britney spears out interesting i want like i want all the dirt on all the shit that she's been going through because like i don't know I, maybe it's because i've been seeing it in the news a lot yeah but i'll bet you like you would talk about some crazy shit yeah yeah that would be interesting it would certainly make me feel a lot more like it, it would make me feel real good about my own mostly normal life. <laughs> yeah, I, I would be. I guess I'd be kind of curious to talk to Britney Spears about everything going on. She, she's kind of like hit with these, like hit this public scene with pretty extreme, with some extremes, you know, like in her attitude. Well, so she's also the child actress to like lose their shit. Yeah, like a lot of, but then these specifically like she's the Disney kid. You see her online and stuff, though, shit. and she's like super mom. Yeah. Like the way she is with her kids and stuff. Like it seems like, OK, this is someone who's uh, she strikes me as an awesome mom. Actually, yeah. the way she is with her kids. I'm like, wow, kind of wish my mom was like, yeah. no, that's not that true. crappy. Uh, mom. That crappy limelight question <laughs> got me yeah. thinking about that because like, 
who has been more in the limelight than her recently? What's been going on with her recently? Well, like she with finally got released thing? from her conservatorship. Oh, yeah. Now, Can I get some sarsaparilla? Yeah. I'm I'm going without the cinnamon. No, I don't blame you. Ooh, that's a lot of whiskey. Oopsie. <laughs> well, you can have the rest <laughs> of that bottle. I don't. I haven't been drinking that much during the week. Oopsie. <laughs> Tolerance is down. A <laughs> little bit. We'll find out. I just love me some sarsaparilla, so I'm going to try this just straight. Oh, yeah. I don't need the cinnamon. The cinnamon's, like, fine, but... No, the cinnamon... Actually, the cinnamon will probably keep me from drinking like nine of these. So (laughs) that's probably good. Maybe I shouldn't. That's probably what the cinnamon is there for. It's just to keep you from getting shit-faced again. (laughs) Okay. Um, I also poured a little heavy. heavy. All right, that's okay. We're going to have a fun episode. What's a superpower you wish you always had? Uh, See, these are those questions that like... My answer changes to changes so yeah. regularly. It's hard to come up with a good one on the spot. Yeah. Uh, what about you? What I used to say that my ultimate superpower would be the power to montage. <laughs> I was waiting for that yeah, answer. <laughs> I just don't know that. I don't know if that's what it is anymore. Uh, I don't know what it, it was would a be. Funny idea, but like I, that might not be the best because I've seen Click. I know how that ends. Yeah, well, Click. It was like you know, they they warned him like oh, automatic settings and stuff like that. Like I, uh, it learns from you or whatever. I, if I if you just had the power to actually montage my, in my mind, the power to montage is me doing an hour long workout every day, and it only takes me two and a half minutes. You know what I mean? That's to me the power right. of montaging. Yeah, you pick like the radio edit of a song. Yeah, and then you just like it's me. It's <laughs> there, so there's perfect. one clip of you benching once. Yeah, and <laughs> and then the next like, clip of yeah. you running on the beach. Exactly. <laughs> that that would be cool. I just I just don't know if that's it anymore. I, I I've been kind of uh, fast paced over the last few years. And I feel like I'm kind of entering a state of slowing back down yeah. in the way that I interact with the world and perceive it and all that stuff. And I don't know that that's the tact I would want to take. Like you said, click, <laughs> you know, like there's <laughs> an obvious lesson to be learned there. Yeah, there's, um, that is like the start of a fable. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Fables are the ones that have like a moral at the end. Okay, let's make this easier. If you had to pick one superpower from like the Avengers, the base Avengers, like Hulk, Iron Man, uh, Hawkeye, Black Widow, what, Thor, is that it? Oh, Captain America. Captain America. And Iron Man doesn't really have powers, but you but know what it would be. To though. be honest, if I like being rich and having the genius mind. Yeah. And also the suit, right? Does it yeah. come with the suit and the money? Well, you might maybe get the mind and you have the to pepper. come up with the suit. Knowing how, well, the pepper. <laughs> <laughs> you got to earn the pepper. <laughs> uh, Iron Man, I, I wouldn't want Hulk powers. No. I've never been a. I would be afraid of not being able to control that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, first and foremost. Captain America's powers are like, like they would be awesome to have yeah but they feel generic like okay yeah you're strong you're fast you're handsome 
But you're also it's you're you're seeing not seeing enough of the powers though because what the power is not just the superpower it's, right. it it's also it amplifies who you are. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like so he's I, got I would not look like Captain. He's America. got a moral compass and moral determination. You know that's what makes him such a strong leader for the Avengers, right? So I've been playing the Avengers game, so like I'm thinking it's, about Captain America and the way he operates a lot. So it's not as how how are you liking the game? It's all right. It's it. I wish. I almost wish they did just one big complex story. Yeah. The story was way too short. It was captivating. I wanted it more. I would I would have rather the problem with that game is they they make it so it's like you play some linear story and then they're like, "Okay, now you're in the Quinjet and uh or not the Quinjet, the, the what is it called? The helicarrier? The helicarrier thing. And, and it's you like, just pick these random missions. Yeah, it's like, okay, go do no a mission, go do a mission, go do a mission. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, this is built for multiplayer experience. Yeah. The story was very, I was very interested in the story. Then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, we're done. It's like, I would, I would have very much liked, preferred a, even if it was linear and there well, was even, no open worldness at all, like a, just a linear direct Avenger story. Oh yeah. The problem is the, the, the story element of that was so, it was good. Yeah. But no, the writing so was, the writing was away. solid. It was just discarded. Well, the writing was solid. The graphics were great. Yeah. Like, and if I was you play able to get five past though. Like, yeah. If you play it, for five minutes, you feel like you're whatever superhero you're playing as you feel it's fun getting to play yeah, as that. It's in, the gameplay is very intuitive. Yeah. Like you're playing as Thor and like the left trigger, right trigger to throw right, your hammer. Your and stuff. special like, powers. It's all very intuitive. The gameplay and the mechanics are great. It's, it's just that it, I, I don't and, know. And honestly, I would say the mechanics are great. Like really? I, I mean, in, like the the combat's real. It feels clunky to at, me. And it, I guess at times, if, if you're playing by yourself, it would have been way cooler to be able to switch between your team of Avengers. That would have been cool. Um, like I don't know. Like I enjoyed it well enough, but it is not as good of a game as it could have been. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it either come out with just a multiplayer game, an MMO, and just market it as that. Like they didn't really market it as that, and that's what it was essentially. It's designed they, well, they to be marketed playing. it as well. Hey, you like this Spider-Man game on the PlayStation? Yeah, come play. Now this here's all these other game. Marvel heroes. Yeah, and it just wasn't. It's it. It should have been so much better because it right off the bat, I love the origin story of Kamala Khan. You know, like it, that was fun. Yeah. I loved it, and you're obviously it, the way they did it was perfect in how like. Well, you recognize that you're incident. seeing a different version of the Avengers. Right. This isn't an, an MCU game. This is an MCU. It's different character. Nolan North. Mm-hmm. Freaking uh, Tony Stark. Nailed Iron Man. Nailed Iron Man. I Loved still think it. he was better as Deadpool, but. Yeah. Yeah. That's Nolan North that's is why Deadpool. he was Deadpool. Yeah. They, Ryan Reynolds is the only person who could top Nolan North as Deadpool. His Deadpool was amazing. <laughs> his, his Iron Man was pretty damn good, yeah. but it was also like his normal. It sounded like Desmond right. from Assassin's Creed, you know, like or like the frag out guy from Call of Duty. Yeah, or, you know, it, frag ran, out. You just get random sound bites of Nolan North in whatever video game you play. He's everywhere. <laughs> uh, actually, I, the Arkham games. He's Penguin. Oh, is he? I'm pretty sure. Huh. Um, but I know he's in the Arkham games. It's just funny. Like, that's the game that I've been Ooh, playing. That's a good question. There he is. Blake, if you were immortal for a day, what would you do? 
immortal for a day. Invincible. How, you couldn't oh, die. Okay. Nothing. You were just completely invincible for a day. What would you do? Do I have to take like travel time into account? That's a good question. Let's see if it expands like, on that. Like I don't know. Like if I want to go fist fight a grizzly bear in Alaska, do I have to worry about like do I get my immortality when I get to Alaska, or do I waste you know six hours or whatever the travel t- the flight time is to get there? Let's say that you have uh, twenty four hours of invincibility that you can start when you decide to start it. You have like a week to start, so you can be like you can plan it out. You can go to Alaska to, and then you'd be like, all right, now it starts. Come here, grizzly bear. You would do that? Uh, would you go to Alaska? I don't know. Fist fighting a grizzly bear is up there. Yeah. Just, just because you just like got like, your phone out taking a selfie. It's just me and this grizzly pop, popping him in the face. Like, well, cause like I'm, I'm getting tra- attacked. Ha ha ha. LOL. I'm, I'm trying to think like what, what's something that definitely will kill me that like I have 24 hours to just do without being afraid of doing it. Skydiving. Without a parachute. Without a parachute. <laughs> yeah. Just do a superhero landing from a couple thousand feet in the air. Yeah. That'd that, be pretty that's cool. A, that's a pretty be awesome. Pretty cool. I I was gonna say base jumping. Yeah, like uh, like base jumping the Grand Canyon or like a skyscraper, like the you Empire could, State Building. You could take the opportunity to jump, but th- okay. So if you jump off the Empire State Building though, and you like land superhero land on the concrete, all the, the news is gonna be lit up with like man not only survives but looks like freaking. Captain America <laughs> smashing the concrete <laughs> and everyone's going to think, oh, this dude's invisible. Then you might have people after you for the rest of your life. Oh, God. And thinking the, that they, well, you're so just going to survive. I have to wear like a Spider-Man costume. <laughs> so, I, I, all right. So I'm going to go to New York. I'm going to go to the top of the Empire State Building. I'm going to put on a Spider-Man costume, then jump off and yeah. do a superhero landing. That's pretty. That would be pretty funny. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Spider-Man's real. Oh, God. Imagine like because I've always wondered this about superhero movies and shit. Mm hmm. Do you think the presence of superheroes is what creates supervillains? Because like every origin story, it starts with this guy like using their powers to fight muggers. Yeah. And then by the end of it, there's, you know, all these people with like comparable powers. powers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I That's a good question. Well, I, like so, some villains are directly like the scorpion was created, was given his powers to fight Spider-Man. That's a good question. Because like they're. They could have just as easily. I think. I think it's just storytelling because there could have just as easily been a villain born first, yeah. not born first, but created first. Like, oh man, I got this cool. Like, I shoot blast like blasts of electricity out of my hands. I'm gonna go rob a bank. Sweet, you know, like that. That's fair, you know. But I just like that. That's the one big consequence of like, if I jump off the Empire State Building dressed as a superhero, yeah, and survive. Am I going to create supervillains <laughs> in New York? Okay, I have one for you. This isn't on the list, but this is one I've seen on like online before. If you could broadcast your voice to every single plant person on the planet, uh, what would you do? What would you say? I feel like it would have to be... Um, I mean, obviously, it would have to be something stupid. Peace but like, how, how can I mess with love literally everybody all at once? This is God. You, you got to stop right killing people. <laughs> that's probably <laughs> it right there. Blasphemy. That's that's up there towards the top. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's me, God. What's happening? Just checking in with y'all. I know it's been a little while. 
just tell every single person that they are the second coming of Christ. <laughs> I'm talking only to you. Yo, Jeremy. <laughs> You're the Messiah, dog. The answer I saw online that I thought was hilarious is someone wrote, I will just start counting down from 100. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> so brutal. I mean, I still like the telling each individual person in the yeah, world that's that they're good. Jesus. That's pretty good. <laughs> You're special. Well, because think about it. That that solves the whole stop killing each other problem. Yeah. Because then everyone's like, well, shit, now I got to act like Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Got to act like Jesus. Yeah. See, just, it's productive I just and found it's messing out with I'm people. Jesus, I better stop going to the strip club. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I would say. This is God. <laughs> John Lennon was right. They Paul were McCartney. bigger than my son. Paul McCartney died in 1966. <laughs> <laughs> just, start, uh, just start, yeah, like rattling off conspiracy theories yeah, and you, telling people you, they're true. Yeah, that'd be great. This is God. I finally decided to step in and let you know. They are all lizard people running the government. <laughs> they are better, putting fluoride in the water. Do something about that. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I don't know if I could actually pull the trigger and do something that messed up if I actually had that. <laughs> I would immediately second guess everything. What could you actually say? You know what you do? Like, hey, this is a little song I wrote. And then you just, you just play a beautiful song about peace and love and being together. Everyone has to listen to you. And then you plug all your social media at the end. Just Yeah, like some song about like, you know, pretending there's no countries and... Oh, there you go. Like if and, you just... Uh, um, and like role-playing that there's create no Create an image and- in your mind <laughs> that there's no... There's sadness, no countries, no sadness. Possessions. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of other things. <laughs> No worries. That, you know, yeah, there, yeah. There's one that we could just have people uh, just visualize. Yeah. That would be that would be fun. That would be it. <laughs> yeah. For all of our listeners <laughs> at home, I really hope they get that we're talking about Imagine. I would imagine. By this they, point. <laughs> but I would imagine so. Uh, okay. How long do you think he'd last in a zombie apocalypse? Do you think he could make it? I don't know how long I would make it. I don't have the undeserved confidence to be like, oh, yeah, I would outlast the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. I'd make it a lot longer than a lot of people. Yeah. But I, like, I feel like six months is a good run in the zombie I think apocalypse. It depends on where you're at when it happens. Because the thing is, I can go, hey. If it happened in five minutes, we're good here on the ranch. Yeah, well, I've always had that thought. Mikey and Bailey and all our friends and family in town are screwed. Well, it depends on how it happens, too. If you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know, if you're just taking out your trash and it's not a thing that's known, you know, you're on the street and take it out and something just grabs you. Like, doesn't matter how good you might be with a gun or what, you know, like with a machete. Like like an ER nurse in the hospital where patient zero comes in. Exactly. Like, yeah, you're just you're screwed if you get assigned this patient and they just like bite you while you're trying to help them. That's exactly it. So I think there is an element of that. I do think I have the thought all the time, though, about the ranch, like being up here, like you could probably get along a long while before you have. I mean, we're not like as wildernessy as like 
places in the East Coast and the Midwest. But like, given California, given the hills, no, there's the Altamont's stuff, a big place. It's a pretty big city. Like, the, it might, you might last a little while. You might just have some well, stragglers. And there's all kinds of, there's all kinds of livestock roaming for hundreds of miles up and down these hills. Maybe not hundreds of miles, but you think you could survive? Is that what you're saying? Like you could like, eat them? Like lasting out here, yeah. There's plenty of food. Yeah, I had that thought. There's like there's, like, there's of a food. regular old apocalypse there's, with no zombies. My worry would be if the zombies zombies get to the cows and then the cows all zombify each other. Well, we've already had mad cow disease. You think that'd be all right? They say yeah, the meat's just still don't fine eat to the eat. brain. I think we're yeah. good. <laughs> just don't eat a rotten cow. Like. Ah, see, because that's the thing, right? Like in in all these zombie movies, there are recent zombies the and there cow, are long dead zombies. If the cow says moo, it's good to eat. If the cow is going on about brains, <laughs> then leave it alone. That's the rule. That, that's Terry. We don't eat Terry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I um, I think about that all the time. Have you read the Zombie Survival Guide? I have not. I've seen it, like on bookshelves and shit yeah. i just never bothered there's all this it, it's it's frustrating because you read it and by the end of it you're like this is gonna happen there's gonna be zombies i'm doomed we're, we're all doomed this is gonna happen oh it's actually like it goes into that it goes a little into like how it can the happen and examples of it. of it like in the past and stuff and where the origins of the theories and all this come from it and at the end of it you're like this but it also has this very realistic view of like what zombies would be given what we know and so it's Wait. like there's a lot of things in there that can't run. They can barely they move very slow. There's like a, they, I think there's a thing about how they can't go upstairs because like the, the way that the disease is that they have, like joints don't really move well, which is why they walk the way they do. Wait, is it? So does the zombie survival guide go into the whole like, um, there's like some kind of fungus or some other yes. parasite. I forget what it's like. It's found in ants. Solaralis or something like that. I don't know. Okay, because I was going to bring up that's something that, like, I know we're both Xbox guys and it's a PlayStation game, but uh, The Last of Us. Never played it. It's it's a zombie apocalypse game. And that's the whole whole origin story is this is a real parasite that's found in insects Hmm. that creates like real life zombie insects. And the whole point of the game is like, what if this jumped to humans? There's a there's something they say about so it's, it's funny that the book addresses that. that too. Yeah, you're like, oh my god, this is <laughs> dude. There's like the last outside the chapters, realm of possibility. like a couple of chapters, all these examples of like times in history and stories from different people and different cultures about dealing with zombies. Well, I mean, even drugs could do it to you. Remember that guy in Miami? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, it, it makes you like fearful. Oh. Not, it's wild. I understand. I like at one point I had a, uh, after I read it, I like had it all notated and stuff. Cause it's like a little handbook. Like it's perfect. And so like I had like little things like, okay, in case you need food and shelter. Okay. In case you find yourself in this situation when it happens, it like, and I was like, <laughs> all right, I'll have it ready to go. That way I can just like notate it for when the zombie apocalypse happens. I'll know where to look. I can just turn right to the page, you know, like there you go. <laughs> pretty dumb, pretty dumb, but I think right. I don't know that I would last very long. Yeah, I, like I don't want to. I don't want to say like I. I would probably still die in season one of The Walking Dead, <laughs> but I think I would like to think I could make it at least till the end of season one. I like think, when the big zombie horde rushes yeah. everybody and kills 
all but like the badasses of the group. <laughs> I, I I genuinely don't know if I would be better at it. Um, with, like now that I have a family to protect, if it came, or if I was single, like when I first read it and stuff, because like when you're single, it's probably a lot easier to survive. You know what I mean? But like, you have that like protective instinct. Yeah, like with you, the family, you it's hear like, about mothers that lift cars off of their children. Well, and I could see myself by like, myself just being like, okay, I'm like moving place to place by myself. Zombies everywhere. It's the apocalypse. It's like, well, what's the point of even freaking surviving? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I could see myself just going like, just uh, time to give in, just to let it go, and be a part of the machine. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Like, how do no, I? I There's like, even if it's like I'm safe for like. A month straight and the whole time by the end of it, I'm sitting here thinking like, well, you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe there's like something there where I can uh, maybe there's like a whole another realm of consciousness I'm missing out on once you join the horde. You know, like I could just see myself going nuts down that path um, with a family is different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did All you right. see the thing that was someone like online was like um, sound attracts zombies. Why is nobody in any of these movies riding a bike? Yeah, right. Everybody always has like motorcycles yeah. and shit. Like, all right, ride a bike. Okay, well, they can't bite through. You can't um, Norman Reedus. Like, <laughs> you protect their neck and they can't get through metal because they can't. But so there's some other like chain mail. Why is there no one in these movies in knight's armor on a bicycle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no. So, like, one of the biggest things, like, me and my dad have always talked about because we watched Walking Dead for several seasons. Mm -hmm. It's like, how come none of these people try to find like a yacht? And just go out in the middle of the ocean. It's like okay, you got to you got to port. Yeah, once every couple of months to restock. But yeah, that's it. Then you're back out on the ocean well, and you're safe. I mean, restocking might be kind of tricky. You got to like get oh, out yeah, and no, actually no, no. collect resources. But yeah, well, I mean, like, and then that makes you wonder, like, if you're in the navy and you're stationed on like an aircraft carrier or something. Yeah, are you just like fine? I think we'd be. Are, are, are think, you like in imagine the you're on a cruise? Yeah. You know, like you're like, there's like year long cruises people go on. So, like, oh, months yeah, there's and insane weeks. food supplies You'd be on, like, on a, those ships. Well, they stop in port, I'm sure. But still, like, you're on a cruise and the zombie outbreak happens. Like, all right, cool. Like, we're on the cruise. Yes, like, I'm staying in the Caribbean. Well, you know, you got to <laughs> figure it out. But it's like, at least with your crew of people that are trying to survive, you know, like, it's a good place to be for that. I mean, like, yeah, if, I, if I'm on like a cruise in the Bahamas, long as we don't run out of rum, I'm I, perfectly happy staying on the ship. I told you about the podcast Wits before, right? I don't think so. It's like a variety show. It used to be a radio show. They'd be like, they have actors on and musicians. So there'd be like live music and sketches and all that stuff. And they would always make this joke that I thought was hilarious. Um, oh God, what was I can't remember his name, the guy from Wits, but he always makes a point of like in Walking Dead, why are all the lawns cut? Right, like <laughs> no I one has any lawns that, overgrown. Like, you, you bring that up, yeah. Everything's all manicured. It's all manicured and clean. <laughs> I mean, like the real answer is the studio didn't have enough time to wait for people's lawns to yeah. get overgrown. But yeah, yeah, but it's it is pretty. It's or a it's great... just a set that gets reused for every residential neighborhood. But yeah, yeah, it's a great point. It's a hilarious point. Like, well, and with the weird shit that people CGI, like why not? Why not CGI it the seems lawns? Like you could handle it, right? Like. I mean, uh, we talked they're about already green. Well, like we talked <laughs> about this last week. You CGI'd eyes onto Wesley Snipe <laughs> for, uh, for a Blade movie. Yeah. Like you could do tall grass. It's not that hard. 
Maybe it's just in every zombie movie, everybody has AstroTurf lawns because they're better than you. Maybe. When did Maybe. that become a status symbol, by the way? Like, didn't, like... I think the I, Brady Bunch caused it. Didn't the consensus, like, always be that AstroTurf sucked? Um... I don't know if that's always been a consensus. Remember, like in the in the sixties and stuff, AstroTurf had a sixties. Mo- you don't remember the sixties? I don't remember mm. the sixties. You never watched Brady Bunch or? <laughs> well, I've watched stuff. Was I don't that remember. The 60s? It. Was that seventies? There, seventies. Um, Astro. I think AstroTurf. Although I wonder it, if it was actually popular, if it was like a movie set thing. Well, I, it was popularized as a low maintenance thing, and like it's coming back into style now, especially in drought stricken California. Yeah. Where like it's oh, you don't have to spend five hundred dollars a month on water just to keep your lawn green anymore. Uh but no like like as you know as an athlete growing up, like I always hated turf, especially in the summertime. It's hot in the summer. Oh it was brutal. Yeah. And the grass is like so much more like the wind feel you can feel the wind. Something about like the turf and the way that heat rises up off of it is the same thing with marching oh, yeah. band. Trust well, and, me. And like here in California, like grass was even better in the winter because like playing football in the mud was so much fun. Really? But uh, although I guess to be fair, in places where it gets really, really cold. Yeah, turf is kind of nice because I was my college team had a turf field. And all I could think about was like, thank God we don't have grass. <laughs> We'd be playing on like rock solid dirt right now. Uh, Okay. I have another question for you. Wait, before you do, I've got one for you. All right, go ahead. All right. Reincarnation's real. You get to choose what you come back as. What do you pick? What I come out back as? Yeah. Uh, Domestic house cat. I like that answer. You didn't even skip a beat with that no, one either. I've had that like, thought a number of times. Cats <laughs> do what they want, where they want. If if a house is like a bad house for them or it's like abusive or anything like that, they just freaking leave. Yeah, they go out the cat door <laughs> yeah, and just like never just come leave. back. Just go outside, find a way outside, leave, do what you want to do. Cats do their thing and you can't control. It's not like a dog. Like, yeah, I had the thought See, like, oh, I'll, good dog. But then there's dogs that they abused and all that stuff because dogs are more like loving. Cats are not. They're a lot more cold because not always. They can be very warm, but they just do what the hell they want to do. I've had the thought before. That's that's a really good answer. Like, I <laughs> this is one of those like I came up with a question on the spot. No, I don't really have an answer for it. <laughs> I, I like domestic it, or not like a house, even a, a, a cat like in a in the wild in the urban I, centers or whatever like living in the garbage cans i would come back as a male lion because uh, i don't nothing. have to i don't have to worry about the hunting and or you the, look like, pretty i just yeah i just have to look cool that's that's my whole job hell yeah <laughs> i have Mufasa. to look fierce <laughs> rawr <laughs> rawr <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> closer to the real lion sound than the freaking ones from the movies. Yeah, right. See, it's accurate. I'm, I'm destined for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Although, then some dentist from like wherever the hell he was from might hunt me down. That part would suck. Yeah, that might not be fun. Yeah, I suppose it depends on when too. Because if you if you were a lion like in the 19th century, all these English people be out there trying to hunt you. Just because you look crazy. That's fair. 
That's actually like a lion. In, I go back and forth. Would I want to be a lion in the wild or a lion in captivity? Interesting. We both went with felines. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, is it though? Like, I, I think we can all kind of agree. Like, I think all felines are out there living their best lives. Cats like, are just doing their thing, yeah. man. And they're all like, cats are cats living are their like, best lives. Every every other animal has to contend with all the other animals. And they're like apex predators. Yeah. A lot of lounging, but also like just killing it when they need well, to. Yeah. Like I can, you know, I can go kill a zebra like that if I wanted to. Like Honestly. Yeah. Any feline panther, lion, tiger, liger. <laughs> I don't know. That I, I don't know that I would want to be a liger because aren't they like mules? Like, you make a liger and then they just, they can't reproduce. Well, here's the thing. I think if you're a liger, you're probably in like a, a zoo or something somewhere. So that's yeah, probably I, pretty I don't think ligers life. exist in the wild. Yeah. Pretty cushy life. Although if I had to pick another animal that wasn't a feline, probably a sun bear. All right. I like look, it. They look cool. They look like flying squirrels, but they're bears. That's terrifying. <laughs> like as a human, that is a terrifying thought. Just flying bears. <laughs> I don't think they, they don't actually fly. At least not that we know. We haven't seen it in the wild. No, you know what? Sasquatch. I want to come back as a Sasquatch. Oh, interesting. You don't know how hard their life is, though, boy. I I don't. We we can't observe them to see. I'll so. observe myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy I, cow! I am real. No, I'll come <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like. Go walking around and like look behind me. That's a big ass footprint. What would have uh, left that? <laughs> what mythical creature do you think is most likely real? Do you think it's Sasquatch? Sasquatch is up there. My dad believes in Sasquatch. Well, he lives up in the mountains. Of course he does. It's like a requirement. Yeah. Once you get up there, I think it is. Like you ask anybody that lives in any mountains, they believe in some big hairy guy running around the woods. <laughs> I mean, like even like go to the Himalayas. They well, believe in Yeti. Broke his ankle. He's not doing any of that stuff right now. because <laughs> ah, he's hairy. But I know, yeah, like yeah, go to the Himalayas. They believe in Yetis. I think the it's Loch Ness the monster. I think there's more. It's more likely that there are creatures of the deep, or like I was going to say, like water creatures, sea monsters. Yeah, like specifically ocean creatures. Yeah, like. I'll bet you there's still Megalodons swimming around somewhere. Megalodon from the Transformer movie? Yes. Her? That's that's the main uh, Decepticon, right? No, 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 no. It's the chick. The Shia LaBeouf love uh, interest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was going Megatron. You were going Megan. Ah, it all kind that's of. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> no, uh, no, like the, the prehistoric sharks, the ones that are basically like yeah. great whites, but they're the well, they, size of blue they whales. They found that one that's like 400 years old, 500 years old or whatever. Uh, No, it, no. That's a different kind of shark. No, I know. I'm just saying sharks. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, they can live ridiculous periods of time. There's a ton of the ocean that's still unexplored. And we have not confirmed that these gigantic, like terrifying sharks are exist yeah or had went extinct we haven't confirmed did you know that we don't know what the uh lifespan of a lobster is because they're so over uh harvest harvested fished can you fish a thing that's not a fish well it's a shellfish it's still a fish i guess it is a fish huh just got its shell although it's it's tail fin goes the Right, because like in in school they used to teach us like the way you tell the difference between a fish and a mammal is the direction the tail fin goes in. Never heard a that. A lobster has a mammal's tail fin. 
Because like whales and dolphins and shit, their tail fins horizontal, but fish, their oh, tail fins vertical. So oh, yeah. maybe a lobster's a mammal. <laughs> you see the, di- the dominant hierarchy of, of lobsters. <laughs> no, I just think it's hilarious that we don't know how long they last. I love lobsters and I, I'm sad that I didn't live in a time because there was a time when lobster was like poor people's food. And, uh, well, I mean, like you go to certain parts of the world, they're just like uh, in the shallows. Love lobster. So I good. hate paying an extra like 15 bucks for a tail lobster, that's like four bites. Or do you love dipping seafood in butter? I like lobster. Okay. Well, at least at least that's like a genuine love for lobster. There's a lot of people out there I, who like they really just like melted butter and lobsters. Their excuse crab, to eat it. lobster. I like dipping it in butter too, but like good lobster, good crab. Oh, you don't I have to. Don't even need it dipped in butter. I'm good oh, with dude, it. One of my favorite things because we don't have a lot of lobster here on the west coast. But we do have a lot of crabs. Like yeah, you, you go to the. <laughs> I mean, we got in, crabs in, out here. In, yeah, in more than one way. Hi, um, L.A. baby. <laughs> San Francisco, dude. We got crabs. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's lots of crabs in San Francisco. Um, I thought everyone shaved here. <laughs> you would think. Yeah. Hippies. Some yeah, places right. it's still the 70s. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but no, like seriously, like Discovery Bay. You can go up to Discovery Bay and buy them right off the boat. Yeah. It's awesome. They're dirt cheap. They're delicious. And I've never bought get, dirt cheap crab. I feel like I still have to pay a lot for crab whenever I want to get crab. But I've never been to like a crab feed or yeah, anything. No, Crab feeds want to, are great. Because I love freaking shellfish. <laughs> it's crab a shellfish? Yes. Okay, because it's got a shell. Crab, shrimp, lobster, crawfish. Shrimp butter. Shrimp. Grilled shrimp. Grilled shrimp. Shrimp gumbo. Shrimp barbecue shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Um, okay, so that, that's an interesting one. Your question about reincarnation kind of leads to the, the question I was going to go to because I talked about the... We, we talked about like when you could be a lion. If you had the choice between choosing to live uh, a thousand years in the future or living in the 19th century, which would you pick? Thousand years in the future. Hands you go down. forward. Yeah. Just, just like one thing. Wait, here's a caveat. Do I remember life in modern day? Yeah. You're picked up and gone back. Or yeah, forward. no, future, hundred percent. Yeah, you cannot take me and put me in any time in the past, like pre maybe nineteen ninety, and like because some of our poorest people today have a higher standard of living, yeah. than some of the richest people in like eighteen sixty. It's true, you know. Like, I just there are so many modern conveniences that I would lose out on. Even if we went 40, 50 years back into the past. I think I'm with you. I, I, I am terrified of the unknown of a thousand years of the future, but I know. Well, there's a couple of things. Life would be, especially going from modern day to any time in the past, you know what you're giving up. I and think there are so many things that like we're, we're not dependent on as a society, yeah. but they're like things that you would be miserable without, like. There's a number of things that I I feel like, okay, so if I went back, like, I think about this every now and then. If I went back to, like, the 60s, if I just, like, me now went back to the 60s, that is a time in which I could take a lot of the knowledge I have now and invest smartly, purchase property, do a lot of things that would lead to successful 
future oh, yeah, your for grandkids my kids. will be rich you know like yeah like just buying <laughs> general generational wealth ten thousand dollar houses in california in the 60s you know yeah. like generational wealth wise genius move to go back in the past yeah the problem but is if it, you, like it, if, but if it's only to of, like the mid 20th century if yeah. i go back to the 19th century I, I don't, there's not a lot you can do there. What are you going to invest? You don't, there wasn't really the stock market in the same way. You couldn't invest in standard oil. You know what I mean? No, like, but I could go back to like the year before standard oil was founded. Found it first. <laughs> oh yeah. I know exactly. You know, I can find out exactly where he's going to strike oil, especially if I have time to research before well, going back. It's not back. about his striking oil, man. It's about how he, uh, revolutionize the manufacturing right process, i can i can refinery. weaponize the government to stomp on all my competition exactly that that's the key i do think i would have a lot of trouble going back where i am now and going back to the 19th century especially well even post slavery but like just no just living in a time when there was people being enslaved in the yeah, place I lived, that would be a hard thing to live that with. would be hard so it would, it would have be, to be so post hard to not be like 65. Well, and it would be like tormenting because you could like, even if it was before that. Well, it would have to be post 1865 if you lived in any state except for West Virginia, Delaware, Missouri, and I forget what the last one was. It, well, regardless, yeah, even the reconstruction was a terrible process. Oh, yeah. You know, like I just don't want to be, I knowing, okay, so if I was before the abolition of slavery, it'd be tough because it's like, that's so bad. How do you put that outside of your mind and not become an abolitionist and like very outspoken, but knowing that it's not going to make a difference until the civil war would be kind of hard. Imagine what they would do to your psyche knowing like, Oh, it could be big abolition trying to get people, but they might throw me in jail for it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, worse. Like people abolitionists were executed. People don't remember that, uh, Law, morality and law do not coexist equally. Yeah, that's putting it lightly. Yeah, like just because something is the law or you know decreed by the government does not make it moral, and that's the ultimate example. Living at a time like that, having to deal with that would be tricky, man. I think that would mess with me. My fear is going a thousand years into the future. You don't know what you're in for. It could be worse. You know that's what I mean? fair. Like we could go back to a thousand years is a long time. Think about that's enough time to go world. back to the Stone Age. A thousand years ago, compared to now, going a uh, hundred and fifty years ago to now is dramatic. A thousand years ago to now, you're talking about like a thousand A.D. and stuff. Like that was the dark. To ages. be fair, in the last hundred and fifty years, time moved a lot faster than the last thousand years before that. For sure, but you can't make the assumption that every hundred and fifty years is going to move that far forward. Going forward, no, you know for what sure. I mean? Well, like there might be to, a societal collapse within our lifetimes. For no, all but we you know. have to think too. Like the, um, I don't, I don't know about like percentages and shit, but the actual like total number of people living in poverty was so much higher. Yeah. Or maybe, no, I think You're, I had that backwards. The total number might. I don't know what the total numbers are, but the percentage of people living in ab, like your, abject poverty. Were your higher. chances of pulling out of it are low that's why i say like if you go to the 60s or something your chances of like if you go to the 60s and you're like at the bottom of the rung it might be hard but you could you could probably be aware enough to make certain decisions in your life to go to certain places to try and affect and be a part of certain changes that you know are coming going back that far the chances of being able to get off of a freaking like 
sharecropping farm is tricky to say the least, you know? Yeah. So. That's no, that's very fair. Like if you go back to feudal times and you end up as a serf, you're just, you're a serf for your entire yeah, life. Yeah. You're done. That's a class system. You, there's no getting out of it. Yeah. Even, and that's like, 1850s and before basically you know pre-industrial revolution that's what it was even in the industrial revolution like you had your you had your robber barons you had your government and you have it had everybody else would you choose to live in a world with where magic was real if you would never you knew you would never be a person able to do magic like you were one of the ones that could never do it so if i was a muggle would I want to live in the Harry Potter world? No, no, no. You want like in a D&D style world. Like there's magic around, there's mages and sorcerers and all that stuff. But you'll you'll never be one of those. You'll just be Can, an average Joe. Um considering any RPG like fantasy game I play, I'm not I almost never play as a magic user. I think I'd be okay with that. Hmm. Cuz like probably I, a lot I of benefits I don't just to having pick, the like, magic. I don't always pick like a fighter, but I usually don't, you know, like lean real hard into the magic use. I like, think it's to- nice having a couple of spells yeah. to get you out of a pinch, but that's the thing too. In a world where magic exists, you can still have potions and you can still have yeah. like a lot of, um, you know, like enchanted items and shit. I used to always go for the mage when I play games. And then the last like five years, I finally realized like, mages are like weak and like take a lot of practice and study in order to play as them just like in the right way. So oh, I yeah. started always playing as a fighter. Well, and that was um, like getting into RPG video games. Hmm. That was the thing I really like. It was such a grind to play as a magic user or even oh, yeah. like, even like, like with the elder scrolls games playing as a, I, I know rogue isn't exactly a class. Yeah. Playing as a rogue. Like they, with Skyrim in particular, because that was I, I've played through Skyrim so many times, with so many different classes. Um, it's hard to be anything but just a tank. Like I got through Skyrim, yeah. I had no trouble getting through Skyrim the first time I played it, because I played as a fighter. I always play as an archer. That was that's my favorite thing to play as a Sky in Skyrim, but it is so much more of a grind. But yeah, and then being a mage or a wizard or whatever it whatever it was in Skyrim that you the class was was always the biggest grind, and I just never had the patience for it. Yeah, I'd always try. I start a new game as something different to like explore. I'm gonna have a different experience this time. No, I always end up doing the same thing because there's so many binary choices, and it's like, well, this choice is clearly bad. I don't want to be the bad guy. I'll also be like, just uh, so much easier to sneak through the cave and just pick people off than take on like 12 people at once in Skyrim. Um, would you rather have five half-size clones of yourself or one full-size clone of yourself? I feel like five half-size clones. Same. I think like like having one clone of myself is convenient in the sense like I have somebody to stand in for me at like shit that I don't want to participate in. What if your little clones are like half as smart as you? Half the height, half the intelligence. Even better than their minions. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like that's, no, like the argument should be they're smarter than I am. (laughs) 
Because then, then it makes it really like, do I pick a one life size dumb clone? Would or you five would you, half size like brilliant clones that like might end up controlling me? If you had to do the one clone that's the same as you, would you have any fear that that clone might turn on you and try and take your life? Yes. You you see that in yourself as being something that you're capable of. Because it's like when I think of myself as a clone, it's like I think that clone wakes up and it has in the moment that it's created has the same life and thoughts and everything as me up to that moment or else it's not really a clone. So like if, yeah. if I woke up suddenly and I see myself in right. the life that I, I have, would if, I be like, oh, I got to do that. If I'm riding the bench in my own life, I would resent like the main me. Yeah. So Absolutely. I think I would, I don't think I would do that. I think I would, if I think, put myself in the situation, I would think of myself as twins. I mean, it's, so I would either, if I was the clone of me with just my same thoughts and shit. You don't I think would, you could I, trust yourself? I would have a problem being the backup. So I would either want to steal my own identity or I would just run away and just go be another person somewhere else. You don't think that you could live coexist with yourself? I think that's the thing that you said. Five little clones are like minions. One other clone is just like there's another person out there. That's my arch nemesis. I don't see it. They would replace Gary Busey as my arch nemesis. (laughs) Oh, wait a second! (laughs) Call back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you choose to have dinner with Gary Busey, but Gary Busey wouldn't make out alive or what <laughs> oh no i just you know gary Busey could either i could be gary Busey's sidekick gary Busey might end up being my sidekick oh, interesting we might end up being nemesis's Busey and blake mm-hmm. blake <laughs> and Busey. <laughs> well we should probably start looking to wrap up um this was fun though this was Bunch a of lot dumb of fun. conversation like- <laughs> We should do this more often when we're solo. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because that was a lot more interesting. This was also a killer cocktail. This was a delicious cocktail. Like, I I poured myself one, and I actually did it properly this time, and it it hits a little different when the glass is rimmed. Yeah. Although the, the salt's almost like overpowering. Yeah, I'm not sure that I when like the cinnamon. salt in every sip. I really like this, although I'm, like, I'm slowing down because it's almost dangerous. Because the amount of whiskey I'm drinking now, I've got a little buzz. Yeah, I'm not too bad. Like these aren't crazy strong cocktails. Yeah. Um, do we have a interesting archive? Uh, I completely didn't think to look one up, but I can pull one up real quick. Okay. I have that list of like a hundred something weird historical facts. Okay. That so- I, I always go back to when I don't think ahead enough to look one up <laughs> let's see then in the, in the meantime uh do you got do you have another one of these questions yeah i'll see if i have any dumb questions oh those are stupid uh that's stupid too going back if you had three wishes from a genie what would they be are we talking like five little clones are we talking gary like- Busey on a platter <laughs> <laughs> And then dealer's choice, whatever you want, baby. Are, are we talking like, do, is it like Aladdin genie rules? Like I can't bring people back from the dead. Can't make people fall in love with me. Can't um, wish for more wishes. No, I say it's open. Well, can't wish for more wishes. You only have three. 
Okay. But you can bring people back from the dead. And you I can, can make people fall in love with me. You can make me. people fall in love with you. All right. I make Ryan Reynolds fall in love with me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I should have seen that coming. <laughs> yeah, you really should have. <laughs> Is that not one of your three wishes? Well, yeah, now. <laughs> um, I'd make Woody Harrelson want to be my best friend. Uh, I would wish that I bought $10,000 worth of Bitcoin in 2010. God. Uh, <laughs> See, I, I think I would go because it's like it's magic. So my thought is with that, with money has always been like, I just wish for a un, unlimited money, like a credit card or something that never goes out and never has, you never need to pay a bill on or something. You know what I mean? Like, um, unending bank account what 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 kind of genie am i getting for the like am i getting gino the genie no no his <laughs> name's josh okay because oh, like gino the genie would just end up giving me a job no, no, and it's, a, it's, it's know, not me how to no cook. no screwing around this genie doesn't have any secret tricks he's gonna give you what you want like what i actually have in mind not like twisting my yeah words. say okay. you're getting what you want all right yeah Ryan Reynolds fall in love with me. Okay. I'm, I'm sticking with that one. Naturally. It's a joke wish, but it's it's worth the bit. <laughs> and then the rest of your life, you're like, ah, oh, I got to change my freaking cell phone number again. Ryan's calling. <laughs> well, see, that's that's the genie twisting my words, Leave though. Making like Ryan Reynolds Ryan. obsessed with me. <laughs> well, he loves you. Would, you. would you not chase someone you loved? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but like there's there's, you know. There's having Ryan Reynolds as a stalker and having Ryan Reynolds like adore you. There's <laughs> there's a fine line there. Yeah, that's true. I think unlimited cash would be a huge No, one. yeah, un- unlimited cash. So again, like $10,000 of Bitcoin to- or 10 years ago. That's not unlimited though. 10 years that's ago. Borderline like, unlimited. Yeah, but. Back when like, Bitcoin was like a dollar. Okay, so but like. 10,000, so hold on, I'm going to do some quick math here. 10,000 Bitcoin 10 years ago when they were a buck. Uh, so that's only like t- times, say you sold them at when it was high at like 70,000. That's only like $700 million. Only $700 million. I'm just saying. That like, money is never running out. That money, well, I mean. I cannot think of enough things to spend money on to where I would run out of that much money. A house? That's true. We do live in the Bay Area. <laughs> like, and in like three years, million that's only going to be like worth, a one bedroom house. In like three years, it's going to be worth half as much money. With all the inflation. I mean, coming. it's already worth half as much money as it was like three years ago. So I'm saying I would no fucking okay, around. Unlimited money. All right, I would you, unlimited money. Me. Find a way. Unlimited money. Whether it's just, yeah, a credit card with no limit, no due date, no yeah. interest rate, whatever. Um. A credit card that prints money like the Fed. Yep. All right. I like this answer. <laughs> yes. I want that. You need like some some security if you go with that route, though, because I feel like if you have that, eventually a lot of big actors in the world probably have an eye on you. If you if because you want to live freely and do whatever you want, people start wondering what the hell it is, and then you got to oh, wonder dude, like but- is like. I want the bank account that's unending, right? But then, like, okay, if there's a security breach, they shut it down, then you lose that because that's kind of sucky. I, yeah, but I mean, if if you don't think that I'm taking out a giant cash advance and burying it in the backyard, that's a good idea. 
and then taking out Buy another it. and then buying Butt a shitload of gold. gold. Yeah. Yep. Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not <laughs> ten thousand Bitcoin, baby. I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. Like if I just have an infinite money credit card, yeah. I know plenty of people That's are gonna try idea. to steal that and shut it down. You can invest that in a lot of different yeah, ways I'm not right an idiot. off the bat. Yeah. Barely be the plus, first thing you do to be smart. Plus, I've got Ryan Reynolds following me around for PR reasons. Sure. Like, he'll buy you lunch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, buy a soccer team if you want. <laughs> well, he doesn't even need to buy me a soccer team. He can just give me the one he already yeah. bought. <laughs> <laughs> this is a gift to you, Blake. I just want you to know that I love you. No, um, I can't. I don't think of anything else that I might need. Like, because he can't like wish for. Well, so I have. I have a weird one, mm. and I'm not sure if this is something that I would want. Like. If I was actually given it, I think I might regret wishing for it. Mm. But it's the one that keeps coming to mind, which is. I want to know what the date of my death is. You would want to know. Yes. Interesting. I want to know how much time I have left. I wouldn't. Interesting. And, and again, like this is this is something that I feel like I might regret if I wished for it. Yeah. But it's just it's one of those like deep burning things because like, I wouldn't want to wish for immortality. That seems like a curse in and of itself. But knowing how much time left I have. That's that's a big thing for me. Yeah. Like cause I, it, I we're, we're old enough. I, I'm sure you've had like a near death experience at some point. Yeah. Like, and you've had that moment of like, it could have just all been over right there. Like, yeah, there's all these things that like, I, you know, that I haven't done life is like life can but be that short. Is it going to be, is it going to like, the thing is you don't even know how it works like that. If he goes, all right, you got 40 years and then you go parachuting without a parachute. You know what I mean? Like you probably have some sort of control. No, no, no. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be like I wouldn't just go take insane, crazy risks like that, like trying to get myself killed, knowing that I have 40 years left. But then although there is some element of that, like if it's a guarantee, like I've got 40 years left on this planet. Hey, I'm going to the Empire State Building. I'm jumping off and I'm superhero landing. But that's what I'm saying. What you don't know if that doesn't necessarily mean you're invincible. No, no, no. What that could you could jump off the Empire State Building, survive, and, and be, just be in a coma, be in a coma that's, the rest of the four years. I I don't think no, it's and, worth knowing what day you're going to die. I live by that old Sufi mantra, where I, I try and tell myself daily, like I will die today, that's and try fair. and internalize that and go, what does that mean? It, it, you know, like as in, like did what did you do with the day? And I've learned from doing that for a while, like that a lot of my days mean very little in the grand scheme of my life. And that's yeah. not a happy thing. And it makes me want to do better. No, absolutely. Well, and I, I have that same thing. And that's almost kind of why I, th- I think that's part of why I have this thought. Like, I don't know. It, it gives that much more perspective, like, because no matter what it is, you know, if you told me I had a week or if you told me I had 50 years, I think it would still be that perspective of like, that's not really that much time. Yeah. Like, am I really going to, am I really going to work my nine to five for another day? Yeah. Or am I going to go live fucking life for the next 50 years? 
Here's the thing. If, what, if I had unlimited how... money, I'm not working my nine to no, five. No, 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 no. I know. <laughs> That's fair. But like this wish, this wish in isolation, like. Oh, but you got three, baby. That's true. You got three. I want to know how much time I have left with Ryan Reynolds. who's going first i'm I'm circling back to this all i want to know is if i die or ryan dies first (laughs) well like if i've got you know if i've got 50 years to the day and ryan's with me on (laughs) year 49 day 364 yeah i have that power that is some power (laughs) i have that power of like yeah i'm i'm not going first (laughs) I don't know what else I would wish for other than money. Yeah, because like I, I can run through all the gambit of like superpowers and like, yeah, and it's like I don't and like other direct conveniences. But if I wish for unlimited money, every other thing that I could want, mm-hmm. I have. Yeah, like or at least I have access to. I think the only other I could thing go I would do a hostile takeover of Amazon if I want wanted to. is like a way to be under the radar of like prying eyes. That yeah. would be it. But at the same time, like. I know I'd want to follow my goals of like funding Fat Tango properly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And like, buying a real studio with like. Buying a proper house for my and, family yeah. and, you know, like all that so, stuff. Here's a question. I, I don't care about all of the things you would spend unlimited money on. But you get a credit card with unlimited money on it. What is the first thing you buy? The first thing? Yes. Where um, are you testing this out? Well, actually, up until you said that, I probably would have been like, oh, I'm going to get a house or something like that. So prime property. But I think that's a long process, though. It is. And I think you're you've kind of given me an interesting idea here in that investing in multiple. In multiple like investing in multiple ways that have dividends for you, like buying a bunch of Bitcoin. No, But again, is that the first thing that you spend your money on? Because think about it, like even like you have unlimited money and even if there's that concern I'll, I'll of like losing that one source of unlimited money, you've got time before you have to worry about I, that. I know it, the reality is the first thing I'm going to spend that money on is probably going to be like food, yeah, like a but, jack in the box or something. Right, like, yeah, you I'm, know. I'm either going to a restaurant or I'm going to a bar. Yeah. It's one of the two, like. I worry about having that card about losing. I'm, I might buy that thing that I've always wanted, but have never been able to justify spending money on. Yeah. Which is, you know, like tickets to a certain event or, yeah, you know, like paying for a vacation that I've always wanted to take or something. That's a like, good point. That's that's probably the first thing I would spend money Buy on. flights in a hotel and a resort or something like yeah. that. And yeah. Like go, you know, reserve a month at Sandals, Jamaica. Like... Something like that. That might be my first purchase. I've always wanted to do like a cruise around the world. They have those like year long cruises that travel the entire world. I'm buying tickets to Skankfest. That's <laughs> <There you go. laughs> but I always, the first thing. I worry like if you go your first time out on a cruise is a round the world cruise for like a year. Yeah, I, no, I'd what if you get seasick small, yeah, and like you're the, over it in a week? Yeah, exactly. Exact, exact same thought. Because like a year on a cruise ship, like seeing all the world and stuff like that. A year. That means like you might get sick. Like just regular old like everyone, you know, until a couple of years ago, people, you got the flu yearly. You know what I mean? Like things like yeah. that you might have to contend with. 
I mean, it might be like, you know, like a European vacation or like a Caribbean vacation. Uh, there's all kinds of vacation destinations that I've always wanted to go to, but are pretty fucking expensive. I, so I I've do never think even thought about it. The, the fact that you brought up the multiple investments, that's the smart thing to do. I know, but I would maybe I'd buy a cruise, do all that stuff, but I'd be so worried about losing it. I would probably want a full portfolio of different things that can bring in money. Honestly, I would well, I would fill my gas tank all the way up. That's the first thing I would spend unlimited I'm money on. Buying Disney. <laughs> I, I, again, not a, but like no, that's and that's I'm changing a, the D so it doesn't look so much like a damn G. <laughs> You're gonna re-sign Disney. <laughs> like, this is how I would sign my name if I was Walt. It's not Disney. <laughs> not going to Disneyland. <laughs> That is a beautiful answer, and I love that so much. <laughs> you know what? That's like I, I, don't I said know why earlier. It looks like a G. It looks like a backwards G yeah. to me. It. I wasn't. No, it's I've always like twenty five years old. I was like, oh, that's Walt Disney's signature. No, it's a D. <laughs> no, but like I said earlier, like a hostile takeover of Amazon would be so much fun to do. That would be pretty fun. Like, it, like literally just buying unlimited share of like, Amazon stock People on like, the market. what the hell is happening? This random guy is buying out Jeff Bezos and buying Amazon. Well, and then the first thing you do and, is like one week of free Amazon. Yeah. Like not free Amazon no, Prime. into the ground. Everyone has an unlimited <laughs> fund to buy whatever you want for a week. No, but like that, that is a thing because like you would start driving the stock price up immediately. But that just makes it easier for you with unlimited money to buy more shares. Yeah. Because all the stockholders are like, oh, my stock is worth more than it's ever been. Hell yes, I'll sell. Well, and you might drive it down. Random dude buys out Amazon and is offering a week of free stuff for anyone. Probably driving a dirt cheap and then you just buy it all up. Yeah. No, just like think about it. You, you could monopolize every company on the stock market. I think it'd be cool to, what did Elon that, say? That would be awful. Like, I, yeah. I don't think I would want that responsibility no, of being a controlling shareholder of literally every company on the stock the market. The problem is but, if you own a big company like that, suddenly you got to pay millions and millions of dollars to Congress in order to keep your protection. But you have unlimited money. Who cares? Yeah, I just don't want to it It's more the hassle of that. dealing with politicians yeah. than anything else. Like, there's not really a way to invest your money in them not being corrupt. So, unless you like... That, that's what you got to do, dude. If you have unlimited funds, you start giving more lobbyist money as a random dude to Congress. You know, like money to get them not protecting different companies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> so that there's actually more of an actual competitive <laughs> market. That'd be pretty cool. No, there's there's a lot of like things in the grand scheme of things. I'd probably given the fund rest- a lot of politicians. Well, knowing exactly like, how much time I have left on the planet. And knowing I have unlimited money, mm. there's a lot of things I would do. I would fund but, a lot of low-key politicians that are trying to drive out the freaking... But first you know, first thing like I do with all the money in the world, you know, I might be going to like McDonald's and just having one of everything on the menu. Like just because I can't eat. Be like... Just some weird like... I'm going in the play place. Sir, that's for kids. <laughs> Is it for kids if you make $1,000 today? <laughs> because that ball pit's calling my name. Or like, Greg. you know, like see what happens if I just go buy a last minute plane ticket to, you know, how, mu- how much literally you- the first plane to depart, I buy a last minute ticket. 
and then as soon as I get there, buy another ticket and just fly around for a while, see what TSA does. No, you know what you do is you go on like a Disney World vacation or something, but you buy up 75 to 80% of all tickets for that day. Yeah, rent out the so whole park. Rent out. So like, you know, like not the whole park because having it to yourself would be kind of boring. You want a crowd there, but you want to like experience it on a... Are you sure? Like, what? What about the uh, like that South Park episode where Eric Cartman ends up with the uh, with the amusement park to that himself? Didn't go that well. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> no, but it went well for like five minutes. I well, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want to be in there by myself with only the employees. Like, I want it. I just want a light day at Disney. You know, you buy as many yeah. as it would take to to only have to wait twenty thirty minutes most for Space Mountain. You know what I'm saying? I love how your like perfect trip to Disneyland. You're still waiting in line for 20, 30 minutes. Well, it's I might like, get like the lightning pass. No, like I want <laughs> <laughs> your ideal day at Disneyland is still needing a fast pass. <laughs> no, like I'm bringing exactly as many people as it takes to ride each ride with a full group of people. It would be cool to be able to buy out as many as you can. And then just everyone, you know, and love like, just give them tickets for the day. Like you all go together, but you have enough people that you go in groups or, or oh, yeah. not, or, you know, like <laughs> I dig that. I'm, I'm staying in that secret hotel room above pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, for I sure. have a, I have a passion project. I've always wanted to do if I ever became rich, rich like that. Actually, wait, hold on. The, if you were going to do that, had unlimited money to just like buy out the whole park for a day, which of the two suites are you staying in? The one in the castle or the one above Pirates in the Caribbean? There's a suite in the castle? Yes. I believe there's one more in like downtown Disney too, but I thought the that's one not above, actually inside the park. So I thought the one above Pirates of the Caribbean was the Cinderella suite. I I know there's two in mm. the park. I could be wrong about there's the other the one. There's the one above Walt the above the fire department. Well, I know there's one in downtown disney but i'm not i i don't think that one counts i think there's two like actually inside the gates of the park yeah i think it's the over the fire department and then the over well, the fire pirates. department's in downtown disney which is like the walk up to the park isn't it no the fire department is in the park on main, on main street okay maybe maybe that's what it is and maybe then definitely pirates of the caribbean if that's my choices probably yeah but if there if there is one in the castle uh, I don't, that's a, that's a good, that's a tough choice. Say. See, here's my thing. If I stay at Pirates of the Caribbean, it's like 30 steps to the place in, uh, in the New Orleans square that sells beignets. And that gumbo. wake up in the morning and I immediately get beignets and a good cup of coffee. <laughs> oh, and then stick around for lunch and get gumbo. That'd be good. Ride Pirates of the Caribbean. My, uh, my passion project is if I ever became like that rich is I would uh, create and fund a top tier drum corps, which I know means like very little to most people, but like, but like, like one that can put Amador Valley high school to shame. Cause I I'm, I'm in on this. If that's, Amador if that's what Valley, you're doing, bro, no freaking put the blue devils to shame. <laughs> the top top like see i so, figured this was like a little grudge that you and i both held because they were like league rivals of ours in high school football and they were they were a, like the one big drum corps from the bay area they're for you a guys. marching band 
drum corps, I mean, oh, like professional like, level, DCI, Drum Corps International. Okay. Like, not... You, you have higher goals than your just, like, petty oh, rivalries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not high school band. Like, professionals. The people that have graduated high school. The thing is, in Drum Corps, A, the staffs aren't paid that well. I mean, some of them are paid pretty good. But, like, the kit, like, the way Drum Corps operate, it's all on dues. So like any kid that makes Blue Devils and has a shot at getting a ring by performing one of the greatest drum corps of the modern age or whatever is paying thousands of dollars for the privilege of being a part of it. I want to create a drum corps where the, they're paid to be a part of it. Where you don't march for that summer and pay two grand, three grand. You march for that summer and you make five grand. That's fair. I think that would be cool because that A... If you're doing it right and you're picking the right people to staff it, which I already have like my, you know, fantasy <laughs> staff in my head, like that, that draws a lot of kids that, that are really talented and then they get paid to be there. That's going to draw a lot of talent that wants to actually make money doing it. That's fair. Sorry. That's a completely weird. Well, I mean, dream. that's, that's like with, um, I mean, that's, I, I guess up there with like buying a Super Bowl commercial because that's the only possible way <laughs> that huh. somebody like us can afford that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's one of those things of just like, oh, yeah, I got unlimited money. This is something personal I want to accomplish. Be pretty so cool if you, that. if you like bought out the Super Bowl commercials so that there were no Super Bowl commercials. I was going to say something like just buy Fat Tango a Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty cool too. That, I mean, like it's the either Super that, Bowl brought to you by Fat Tango Productions. It's either that or buying an ad on the Joe Rogan podcast. I'm pretty sure they cost about the same. Probably. <laughs> Shoot, we should wrap up. You got any interesting right. archives? Yes, I found one. All right, what do you got? You might already know this, but I I found it interesting. Okay. Um, all right. So. Cleopatra's reign was closer to the moon landings than the building of the Great Pyramids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So you already knew that one. I'm oh, not yeah. going to go into the You know, the Cleopatra was white, right? Yes. Okay. That Everyone one I knew. Knows that. that one's also on here. It's she like, was really, literally really, that's, Greek. That's a lesser known fact about a historical figure. Like, everybody knows Cleopatra was white. Mm. I think you'd be surprised. Most people know that. Some people know that Cleopatra was white. Yeah. Well, people often think of the pharaohs of Egypt well, it depends. If you think like Ptolemy, Ptolemy on after Alexander the Great, they were all well, Greek. The, the whole Ptolemaic dynasty, yeah. which Cleopatra was a part of. Exactly. They were all Greek, which means they were light-skinned from freaking Greece. I mean, white by today's well, standards. <laughs> you know? they, they would colloquially be considered white, but they they probably had like Mediterranean skin. Oh, yeah. Easy. Like, I mean, like we've got Italian family who were brown. Oh, yeah. You know, like it's it's possible she was still she still looked like your average Egyptian because that's the thing, uh, like 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 I've met, you know, I've met Middle Eastern like, um, you know, Israeli people, Persian people mm-hmm. who were like they look they could pass for Italian because it's it's yeah. it's all relatively the same climate on any coast of the Mediterranean. So everybody kind of evolved to look the same. Yeah. Humans really need Uh, to get past this whole, like big noses, olive skin, dark hair, an insane amount of people that value skin color that claim to not value skin color in this day and age. And it needs to stop. Yeah. We're, we're freaking human. 
the skin color thing is such a stupid. It's a weird debate because people on both sides of the debate value skin color way more than anyone should ever value skin color. It's yeah. And it's like because, you know, like there's both extremes of it. Yeah. You know, there's the people that look like us who care about skin color. And then there's. I I don't know where I'm going with this because I'm trying not to like definitively pick sides and like call what people you're out. saying is that there are racists and anti-racists that are both racist yes yeah racist by like the traditional dish- dictionary definition of like assigning superiority and inferiority yeah. based on race exactly and that's that's something we need to really we should be passed already we should but at the same time it's like nobody makes tacos like mexican people that has nothing to that's a cultural thing that's one of the things about like yeah but if i walk into a taqueria and everybody's white with blonde hair and blue eyes i'm walking out of that taqueria okay well if you go to a taqueria in central mexico that's gonna happen that's fair if i'm in mexico (laughs) i might i might have have you ever watched like univision (laughs) like the the, my grandma used to say that because we like make these comments or whatever she's like no we are our family's sonoran we have darker skin like we watch Univision in the telenovelas and stuff, and it's like Mexico, a lot like most of North America. That's true. There are is like a mix. white, white Mexicans. Yeah, well, there's Mexicans that are very like Spanish descent and other descents, you know, that were like well, that's yeah. Spain very, wasn't blonde the only hair, blue eye, you know, Mexico. like so. And then there's people that were like just like in the U.S. that were like mixed. Well, they're European like, and native. There are like French descent or descended Mexicans because the French had colonies in Mexico. They. That that is a fair point. That, like there are plenty of like white white people who yeah. are legitimately Mexican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we think of it as a culture. I think we think so, of it as a okay. cultural thing because a lot of northern Mexico, especially like the Sonoran Desert area, there are a lot of like Apache and other kind of th- that like migrated north into the U.S. Okay, so you just you further prove that point that like skin color is way too petty of a thing for so many people to be focusing on. So like, yeah, absolutely. Um, I did also have another interesting archive that like. Uh, it was literally the next one on the list. Uh, you might not know. Okay. Shrapnel is an, is named after its inventor. British Army officer Henry Shrapnel was the first person to to basically put um, just like chunks of metal in explosives. That's that pretty like brutal. Caused collateral damage. <laughs> so like it's it's cool that he got his name put on it. But like that is such a nasty, nasty. You thing. know, I've been thinking that just this explosion isn't enough. What, <laughs> what if, if we it, put nails in it? Yeah, <laughs> little swords that cut you up when you exploded near it. Actually, the the little entry on the list said um, he was the first person to invent an anti personnel shell that could transport a large number of bullets to its target before releasing them. Wow! So it's like okay. This giant bullet, we're going to put a bunch of small bullets in it. Jeez. <laughs> that's that's a interesting thing to be remembered. Which, well, I guess he's not really remembered for that. Well, it, I mean, yeah, his name's on it. His name's on it, yeah. But it he, makes me wonder, like, what era do you think he invented shrapnel? Because that's, the, like, in the 1600s, you had blunderbusses. That's true. Which was literally, it was... You, you poured gunpowder in it and just anything made out of metal that you could find. And it'll shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, yeah, like literally it would be like 
you know, you would have some musket shot and you'd have nails and yeah. like a spoon. <laughs> Whatever you could, baby. Marbles. Like a little tin soldier toy. <laughs> <laughs> Lobster. Because it's yeah. so cheap. <laughs> Just lobster claws. Just lobster. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap up here, Blake. We're going getting a little close to two hours. Oh, I don't want to quite hit that. So um, if you like the show, we ask you to leave us a rating and review. That would be great. Um, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Family Records Poe. We are also on Instagram at Family Records Podcast. Um, eh, let us know if you like us asking dumb questions of each other when we are solo like this. We won't be solo like this all the time. I would be blown away if we were solo again in another week. <laughs> but um, you can follow me on Twitter at Matt Rodolfi. I also do another podcast with Mikey Landon called They Might Be Bronies, where we watch every episode of My Little Pony to determine if we might be bronies. If uh, you like this show and you think we're sweet and kind and friendly, then I would recommend you don't listen to that. <laughs> um, let's see. We also do a show, as we mentioned, Fat Tango Productions. We do a show called Fat Tango Presents, where we write scripted audio content and do stories and fun, dumb things with dumb voices and other actors and writers, and it's a lot of fun. Um, if you like this show and don't listen to that, it'd be great if you at least give it a try. It's something that's very uh, near to our hearts because it is a fun, creative endeavor. And, uh, you know, the more people that check it out, we would love. So do your do your great. thing. All right. Um, so you can follow me on Twitter at Blake Sweet Comic. Uh, I've been relatively ignoring Twitter lately, but uh, okay. I keep plugging it. So maybe one of these days I'll start using it again. Okay. Um Follow me on Instagram at Blake Sweet Comedy. That is where I post all my stand-up show dates. Uh, I've got plenty of stuff coming up, so stay tuned. Uh, and then another show we do, also Fat Tanger Productions. Uh, the four owners of the network, me, Matt, Mikey Lannon, and Alice Rodriguez get together. We play games. We try to make each other laugh. It's a YouTube show as well as a podcast, so you have no excuse to not go check it out. Um <laughs> It's fun. We play fun yeah. games over there. We've gotten creative. Yeah, and um, and subscribe to the network on social media uh, on Twitter at on Twitter at Fat Tango Podcast on Instagram at Fat Tango Productions. Um, you know, and stay tuned. We are working on expanding behind the scenes. So yeah, uh, keep an eye out for new shows that we add. Just go subscribe to anything that we do. I promise you'll enjoy it. <laughs> there's got to be something we're doing that you'll like. Yeah. And <laughs> if, if there's not currently, there will be soon. And if you have an idea for a show we should be doing that's funnier than what we're doing, go ahead and email us at Fat Tango Productions. At, uh, was just, we, do, we have, do we have that one for uh, at FatTango.com? I will info at FatTango.com. Right, you can email, email us there and let us know if you have an idea for a show that you think would be fun and dumb. I mean, the email that you were plugging, Productions at Gmail, is still an active email, but it just it goes to info at FatTango.com. Oh, okay. So email just that. redirects. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, y'all. Well, thanks for joining us for another week. That was a lot of fun. This was a good one. Um, anything else to, to say, Blake? Any final thoughts? Do you have a monologue prepared? Um. Yeah, leave us a damn review. Like <laughs> we we will read it on the air. It's just we haven't been reading reviews because we know we know that people are out there listening. Leave yeah, us reviews. We, we see you listening. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the analytics. I know you're out there. You owe us. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> nah, you know, you know, it's nothing. No, uh, just just keep listening, please. Just keep know, listening. That's that's all we ask. We dig that people actually like what we're doing. It's fun, even though this show is just us goofing around and having conversations. So, all right, cool. Well, thanks for joining us for another week. Um, until next week, peace. peace late out. out. This has been a Fat Tango production.